Do any of you guys still volunteer? No. No, this is the replacement hobby. Alright everyone, welcome to the Disaster Dads, episode number 41. So, I, we've been doing this for 41-ish weeks. Uh, as you know, last week, the, the, well, last week, last episode. 82, 82 weeks, Eric. 82 weeks. Well, actually, weeks. more than that, because we took a spring break last episode. So, people haven't heard from us for a month. Uh, and I know um, that's actually just about as long as I go from talking to my mom. So, this is the biggest update that she gets from me, is actually listening to this episode. So, hi, Mom. I actually tried to call her and she hung up on me because she was getting on a plane to go on vacation and said, I'll talk to you later. And uh, she still has yet to call me back. So uh, a little subtle plug in there for that. Let's see if this gets a phone call. Anyways, that's more than you wanted to know about what's going on with me. But um, I remember you can check out the Disaster Dads on the Facebook at Disaster Dads, on Twitter at Disaster Dads, DisasterDads.com on the Internet. Uh, find us on all your favorite download platforms iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, rate us, give us some rankings. Um, I think uh, Disaster Rob's brother or relative is still one of the only people that has rated us on uh, iTunes. So we're, we're looking for more. It's, you know, we'll, we'll take whatever we can get. So uh, make sure that you do that. So, uh, and thanks for finding us for 41 episodes. We really appreciate it. This week is a fun and uh, fun episode. And I'd like to thank Disaster Dan for helping put it together. And uh, as, um, uh, uh, reliable listeners know that I try not to get in Disaster Dan's way when he's doing things. Um, I've tried to do introductions before and that hasn't gone well. He didn't like that. So with that, I'm going to turn this over to Dan so that I don't get uh, the text stream hitting me up while I'm talking about it. So Dan, I've learned just so you know, you've trained me well. Thank you, Eric. That was a wonderful introduction. I really appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, so we have um, two very special guests with us this week. Uh, we have Sarah and Cheryl from the Arlington County Fire Department um, who are here to talk about a program that has been running, well, that, that they are working on this summer that is coming back after, was last summer the first summer that you guys did it? That was the uh, fourth, fourth summer. Fourth summer, right. So like I was saying, <laughs> it was the fourth summer that they've done this. Last uh, summer. Good, so, good prep there, Dan. Good prep. Absolutely. So, and what it is, is it's a, um, a fire camp uh, run by the Arlington County Fire Department for uh, young women. Uh, and Sarah, do you want to just kick us off a little bit and give us a little bit of who you guys are and, and, and what your program is all about? Uh, sure. Uh, my name is Sarah. I work for Arlington County Fire Department. I've been with the department for 13 years now, and I'm a captain, um, firefighter, and paramedic. And um, Cheryl's here with me. And camp started uh, with a group of females that were interested in um, really getting more females, qualified females, to apply to the fire department. And how can we um, expose young ladies that might be interested in this career um, earlier in life? So what kind of, so, so what, when you created this, what kind of, what's the age range that you're targeting with a program and can Eric apply? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, he can't apply. Uh, we're targeting high school females, so ages 15 to 18. 
So okay. right when you're thinking about future careers, college, that sort of thing. Okay. And uh, do they have to be Arlington residents to apply? Um, no. So past years we've had people from out of state, from PA, Maryland, um, all over. Because well, it's, it's you guys, you guys have housing for them, right? So like they can come if they're able to get here for the week, they can do this from anywhere really across the country. Correct. So it's a four day camp and it's uh, overnight housing is included at Marymount University in Arlington County. Oh, cool. So, yeah, that's awesome. fantastic. And what kind of um, so, so if someone was interested in applying, what should they expect to experience while they're they're in the program? Uh, Cheryl's working on the curriculum now. <laughs> a few uh, changes this year. So I don't know if you want to get into that a little bit. When's the burn, Cheryl? When's the burn? <laughs> the last day. So all the the campers will get to experience life as a typical firefighter. They'll be in the firehouses. We'll have crews come down. They'll see the majority of the females in the fire department. Uh, we'll be working with hose lines. We'll be doing EMS. They'll get their CPR certification. They'll get to see our specialties uh, and the diversity in the fire department that, and uh, opportunities they have other than doing firefighting and EMS, which would include our hazmat, uh, water rescue, technical rescue, uh, and then our uh, fire marshals will do a bomb uh, presentation as well. Um, so and when this year we're looking to get speakers to come in that uh, include our dispatchers, maybe some nurses and uh, one of our doctors to speak to them uh, just so that they can realize that with the fire department nowadays, it's not just fire, firefighting and just uh, EMS. So, uh, that's will you, um, will they get a chance to um, spend an hour trying to figure out how to close out an EMS chart <laughs> and or um, get a run sheet finished in 24 seven? Oh, we could do that, especially since these girls should be really, uh, they're qualified really and really good with iPads and uh, the technology these days. They could probably do one in five minutes, pretty fit. That would be better than my personal record, so. <laughs> Even mine, so. Yeah. Having to reset uh, your password every time you had to restock at the, at the uh, hospital. Or when you had to do the incident report and then the goddamn company report. And then, well, whatever. Anyway, that's another podcast. But anyway, um, uh, there's a reason Rob Pye is retired. Yeah. He didn't want to yeah. deal with the shit anymore. Yeah, that's funny. I thought it was because of you, Joe. But anyway, um, well, there's a story. Uh, so, I mean, th this sounds like a pretty amazing experience, given the fact that you've got all of these different sort of aspects of the fire service that you're going to get to show them. It sounds like they're going to get exposed to a lot of really interesting. Um, technology and sort of experiences involved with the fire department. Um, what does this camp run people like three grand, four grand for the four days? <laughs> uh, no, it's absolutely free for the camp. What? So their housing, their food, their t-shirts, all the equipment, um, it's all included. That's uh, crazy. That's awesome. That's yeah, really, that is a really amazing um, opportunity. Yeah. For, we really uh, to make it active to a lot of uh basically to everybody we wanted to give everybody the opportunity to experience uh what it's like to be a firefighter um and i think we can reach out to uh a lot of different demographics that and 
some that might not even think to uh, apply to the fire yeah. service. Um, and uh, we see uh, a lot of times the campers are like, that's one of the things that attracted them to our camp was the fact that they can come hang out with us for four days for free. So that's, that's really cool though. I, so this has been going on. This will be the fifth year. I'm just curious, like, do you know of any other communities across the the country that are doing something like this? Like what was the inspiration for, for y'all to kind of take this on and, and have it be a thing? Uh, Or do you know, I mean, I think, so we did, um, the history of this is our fire chief, uh, sat all the females down in our fire department, uh, back six years ago and asked us what it would take to get more females to apply to the fire department and, and then keep them. Uh, and then as a group, we decided, or we, we figured, you know, it's just a lot of females when they're younger, they're not, I'm missing, they're not, uh, exposed to the fire service. Uh, at, at a young age, and so they don't really know what it what what's involved in it. So we had one of the females. I think she was familiar with a couple other places that were doing something very similar. Okay. And so a group of the girls researched it, and then I think Claire Burley kind of spearheaded uh, a lot of this. Uh, she drafted a lot of proposals, um, did the legwork to build what Camp Heat is today, um, and then so. Actually, I think uh, Fairfax County has uh, kind of, they've started camp. They started a camp last year as well. Of course they did. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) Arlington started something before Fairfax? I know. No. I just. They're running it. And it's, uh, I think, uh, from what I've been seeing in the news and on Facebook and through other groups, uh, a lot of other different departments all over the country are starting to uh, engage. Uh, That's awesome. Being, uh, so I know we have a, a lot of other questions, but just real quick to just to get this uh, marker down for folks. If someone uh, has a daughter who they think would be a good candidate for this program or, or someone listening wants to apply, how, how do they go about doing that and when do they need to apply by? We're taking applications right now through June 5th. They can go to our website, fire.arlingtonva.us. Um, there's a link to Girls Camp on the homepage. Download the application and mail it in. Great. Are there, go ahead. I was just to say, are there qualifications, or do you guys pretty much take anybody who applies? So they have to have a physical to make sure that um, we'll, be, we'll be able to complete the, the activities that we have planned. Then and a little essay about why they want to do camp heat. So making sure they're not forced to participate because it's <laughs> an active camp and we want the girls to get something out of it. So we want to make sure they want to be there and are there to, to learn and have fun. Is there a cap for the number of girls you take in or can you take as many as that apply? Uh, in the past we've capped around 25. Wow. That's awesome though. That's a huge, I mean, so you've had, you know, a hundred, a hundred girls go through and you have, you know, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, it's been great. So we're, um, we started, um, the first year we started with 13 year olds and we found that that was a little bit young. Um, they're still a little immature at that age and we wanted to, um, target more high school students. So we moved on to that and we've created more, um, of like a mentorship program with some of these girls. Um, so we've continued to talk to them there. They've had like three kids do their high school projects with the fire department. Um, some have completed EMT school. 
Uh, most of them are still in high school or college, but we're hoping in the future to have some of them actually apply and come back and work for Arlington. That, yeah, that was going to be I, a I question know. I had. Like, yeah. did, did you know of anyone that started like in year one or so if they joined the fire service or, or, or gone that route? We actually have one girl. Um, unfortunately, she missed the cutoff for this written test um, oh. by a months. Um, but her plan is to come and apply to Arlington next year or the next uh, time we open up. Uh, but um, I think she would be the first to apply. I have a feeling it's like my mom was a teacher, so I have a feeling it's like one of those things where you figure out the years like, oh, yeah, at this. Uh, so I'll start to see some of these girls in like a couple years as they're getting farther and they're, you know, they're going to going to start showing up in some of the resumes or some of the uh, some of the written tests. Yeah, that's exactly what we're hoping for. That's really cool. And so, uh, you know, you said Claire did a lot of the work and with the accent, anyone will probably answer the questions that she has. So I'm sure that helped. But so like, did you guys want to stay active in this throughout the years and keep it going? Like, or is this something where it's kind of a duty that's assigned? Or I'm just trying to figure out, like, you've been a part of it for, for most of the years. Like, is it something you're going to try to keep on, keep going on uh, through your career at Arlington? I hope so. Um, ideally, we'd like to have all the females in the department participate. And so we try to bring on more each year um, and encourage the newer members to start becoming mentors during the camp. Um, we have about um, 32 females in our department, and that includes the new recruits. Uh, but to run a camp and have enough supervision, it requires a lot of help. Um, a lot of the male firefighters want to be a part of it, have realized the benefit and um, support us. They're not the overnight staff, but they're during the day helping with logistics, helping teach some of the classes. Um, it's all voluntary. Nobody is assigned or forced to work camp. Yeah, this is my favorite time of the week. So the majority <laughs> Yes, uh, we really we've enjoyed setting it up, planning it, uh, and uh, that's what I think makes it so much fun. Is we all get along, and, and it's it's a time for us to all get together as well as the women in the fire department. Yeah, that's a great point. Is that it, it, you know as 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 much as it's beneficial for the campers, I'm sure it's great for morale within the department to be able to get. Uh, all of you, you know, kick-ass ladies together, because um, you know, once you know, once you're when you're in your house or you're just going through tours, it's you know, it's very easy not to see people for long time. You know, you turn around and it's been six months since you've seen this person or that person just because of the nature of the work. So, I'm sure it's nice to be able to catch up with folks through this program. Yeah, especially females in the department um i mean some people are stationed and they have other females at their station and some people might be the only female at their station and it's it is a male dominated field and so to have sometimes that connection with other females that might be having some of the same issues whether it's gear not fitting white as as right or issues with personnel or that sort of thing it's nice to have that connection with other people in the department Mm-hmm. That's very cool. I didn't. You made so, a, you made a comment, and I didn't think about it. That you guys have to figure out the staffing for the overnight at Marymount as they're the kids are staying there. Uh, what's that? I mean, it's kind of it's like going back to summer camp. You're gonna have to be like one of those camp counselors overnight with you know a whole bunch of 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds. That's that's probably that was probably a, a 
left field thing you didn't quite re- think about or you know plan for <laughs> i'm just she, she's a captain at a firehouse she knows how to deal with the trauma eric yeah it's a lot of fun but they have a lot more energy so it's pretty pretty exhausting <laughs> and the it's kind of neat to talk to them because the issues that they're facing right now and going through high school is a lot different than what i went through yeah, so it's yeah. kind of kind of neat to to talk to that generation and kind of get an understanding um of what they're experiencing now, are you going to give them the random 2, 3, 4 a.m. wake-up call to simulate a, an overnight medical call? Yeah. Uh, we talked about yeah, it. Let's call it Cherrydale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our sleep, too. <laughs> yeah. You'll need to take notes and share those with us. For those of us that have daughters, we like to be able to know what we're getting ourselves into 10, 12 years down the road. It would be very... Very beneficial. So just keep us in mind as you're. Yeah, I I actually do that. I sit a couple of the girls down in my group, and I'm just like, so you know, what's <laughs> what's the popular app now? You know, and they're all Snapchat, and they they explain the street, all this stuff to us, and you know, I'm like, what's what are big issues with you guys? You know, what are my concerns? And and they'll be honest with you, and it's it's such a good good experience for all of us. So. Um, well, I think that goes back to kind of what. I think Dan or Joe or somebody said, you know, you're getting out of as much as the, those girls are. I mean, maybe sort of different things, but it's getting that connection. I mean, I hate to say this. I sound like such an old man getting the connection with the youth and, you know, trying to stay, stay up with it. And and, uh, (laughs) I just, I mean, I have no idea what goes on at that age. I'm totally clueless and I'm terrified. This just makes me more nervous. I'm sorry. It all it's all coming to it's just free flowing. I'm like I'm I'm just thinking about like oh my God, I can't believe I'm gonna have a at some point a sixteen year old. I'm just two of them. I'm gonna be terrified. But I think you had a question earlier, Joe, and I interrupted. Yeah, no, I I honestly don't remember what it is because when you said whatever it is you just said, I started thinking of Steve Buscemi and the meme that goes around about what is it? What, like what's up, hip hip children or something fellow young people or something like that yeah exactly (laughs) yeah Yeah. uh well i'll tee up a question for joe that i know he wants to ask so um you know do you want to talk at all or how much of the fact that if my very vague recollection of arlington county fire department history is accurate arlington was had one of the first female firefighters professional firefighters in the country right joe who was that? Joe, Joe remembers all random history. So I'm like, I'm not pretty Wikipedia. good Wikipedia, Speak. which means, which means like 60% of it is wrong, but I can talk about just about anything. But he really um, believes that 60%. So ignore 40% of them. Yeah. Right. So, all right. So, well, Judy Brewer was the first, as, as I, as I remember the first paid and maybe you ladies know more than I do, but um, Judy Brewer was the Probably first. Joe. I, <laughs> Thanks, Sam. You asked the question. I'm trying to yes. get it out. She was the first uh, paid uh, career firefighter in the country. That's Female. literally all I know. I know she retired as a battalion chief. Um, so, and this was what, 1974? Yeah. Long time ago? Yeah. yeah. Well, she retired in 74. Um, she retired yeah, in 79 before either of us were there. Uh, but from the stories that I heard, like when she was first hired, when I mean, she paved the way for uh, female the fire service now, but 
back then they didn't have separate accommodations for females. They had to share bathrooms, locker rooms, that sort of thing. So I'm really fortunate that they've come this far that now we have bunk rooms that are private. We have locker rooms that are just for us. Um, they do try to do the best with uniforms and gear to get stuff that fits smaller frames. Um, so we've come a long way since she was hired, but we still have a ways to go. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think a lot of people would really appreciate some of those barriers. Like if you're just the average citizen, you don't think about like the accommodations at the firehouse and how that can be so limiting, especially if you're a woman in a male dominated firehouse, like there may not be a separate, it could be an open bunk room and like, you know, 10 beds in a room. Um, and you know, other, you know, they just, they don't think about that kind of stuff and how that can have an impact on the number of women that actually choose that as a career. So. All right. I think the barriers now are getting less as far as the physical barriers in the firehouse, but I think it's still a social issue. Um, I know growing up that I was given dolls. My brother was given Legos and trucks and stuff to play with. So it was never, maybe it was discussed that he could be a firefighter someday, but it was never talked about that I could be, even though my dad had volunteered for years um, it was just never a, a, a thing for girls when I was growing up. Yeah. Well, and that that's also one of the questions I have. Like, so four years on, you know, limited twenty five uh, applicants. Do you see, are you seeing more applications come in um, these, as the years progress within the camps, or are you seeing the quality of applications like, you know, change a little bit? Like more people that you you really expect to see down the road come in and apply later. Or am I asking too existential? I'm getting looks. Um, that was a great question. <laughs> oh, yeah. thank you. Uh, that was very nice of you. Yeah, um, we had uh, another firefighter that was in charge of can- um, applications before. Oh, okay. I really couldn't answer that. But what I can say is that we're having repeat people. So people have wanted to come back to camp oh, again. Cool. Um, cool. So we have a junior mentor program. Um, so we kind of keep them interested and engaged and give them more responsibilities. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, and we talked about the um, the the camp is free for the girls who who come in and want to do it. Yeah. So obviously, you have sponsors to do this. Um, it's the Arlington County Fire Department who's giving their time to train these kids, um, and you've got Marymount University, um, obviously is a sponsor for giving dorm space to you guys. Who else is is sponsoring you guys? Well, a lot of it comes through the budget because it's a recruitment effort. Um, but we are going to try to get more sponsors as far as lunches and food. Um, our union, um, the firefighters union and Arlington does provide some, some funds for t-shirts. Um, but yeah, we'll be reaching out to, uh, the local restaurants in Arlington for some, uh, <laughs> for some lunches for these girls, these hardworking females. <laughs> Good. So if we have any listeners that, that work at a restaurant, you know, <laughs> feel free to reach out and, and, uh, offer some food yeah. or that just want to sponsor the, that want to work as a sponsor. You know, if your company is, uh, in the area or this is something that interests you, if you want to sponsor, um, Give the money, just and, say it, just say we'll it. put you in touch with, uh, yeah. with these folks. Yeah. Um, we'll make sure that Dan doesn't be the one that manages it. We almost had a tarps.com thing and that just kind of fell flat. So, Hey, our, our not, not did not the go lack well. of effort on my part there, champ. <laughs> That's true. That one wasn't your fault totally. But yeah. 
The other, the other one was totally my fault. The other one was your fault. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, this is, this is an unpaid, uh, uh, this, this episode of the disaster dads is sponsored by camp heat and girls fire camp. <laughs> we recommend that everyone visit and check that out. Um, I just, I mean, so you've kind of, you sort of talked about some of the stuff they can do. What do you, what is from your feedback that you've gotten from the participants? What's some of their biggest highlights that they got from the camp? I know some, if they're like me, they'll write, Oh, everything was awesome. Cause I hate doing reviews, but like, from some of the good ones, like what has been the something? So I know that you're in charge of the uh, agenda, Cheryl, like what are you trying to incorporate a little more time for because you've had like really good reviews or the, the girls really liked it. Like what, what's their favorite thing? I'm just curious. Thing, uh, honestly, they do. They do say the majority of it is. <laughs> the and uh, I, I, I could say that uh, a lot of them really like when uh, we played soccer one time with the hose lines and hose streams, and so they had they they had their team squads and they competed against each other. And these girls are very competitive, um, which is perfect for the fire department. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So they like that. They like the fact that they can get their CPR certification uh-huh. uh, camp. And then uh, I think they really enjoy the overnight because they can bond with the other females like uh, better than you can by just going Monday through Friday from. Yeah. New- nine to five um so there's something to speak to the experience of an overnight um where you get a little extra downtime with each other uh they eat together and uh i mean just like the firehouse you're spending 24 hours with each other are you Um, gonna give them really crappy coffee because that would really oh they don't coffee oh they should (laughs) well it's something (laughs) we'll think about (laughs) I need um, my coffee. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, and I, so the I'm trying to picture the because I really would love to watch that or try to do it now. The quad soccer, like the soccer uh, with the streams, is that kind of like Battle of the Barrel, except it's ground based. Like I've yeah, done yeah. The, okay. Yeah, yeah. They'll pull, and it, it's good. It incorporates the hose line pools and teamwork. Uh, something that we really want them to. Uh, take from this is how in the fire department it's not you know it's not just I and you're not an individual it takes you know a, a group of people to uh, you know put out a fire you know you're not you're not the one putting the fire out by yourself so yeah. uh, says you so, hey <laughs> <laughs> like being on the line unfortunately I don't get the line anymore <laughs> but yeah um, uh, so, uh, I think that's a big takeaway is the teamwork, yeah. um, the communication too, with that, 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 inc- that brings it all together. And we d- usually do that the last day, okay. um, just a fun thing and they get all wet and, and, uh, um, hopefully it's a good Arlington summer of, you know, 95, hundred degrees. Right. That'd be a good way to finish it out. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully it'll just stop snowing by the time the camp starts. <laughs> Given the way this year's going, it's been a little brutal. So there you go. Excellent. Frank, did you have any other questions? Anybody else? Are you going to make them repack hose loads? Get that coupling oh, in the right question. spot? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But Actually, no, give them, the full, give them the full experience. Teach them how to repack the hose load on Monday, but then change it on Thursday because it's always, you know, <laughs> right. you always have to change how that works. 
For those listening, that's a little inside baseball, and Arlington was constantly always changing how to repack a, a hose line. Coupling. <laughs> Coupling. <laughs> Coupling goes in the middle, goes on the edge. Oh, let's just leave this one out here for who knows why. Yeah. Yeah, I was in for 12 years, and I think I learned 1,400 different ways to repack a hose line. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's yeah. not, that's really awesome. I'm I'm uh, excited for the opportunity that these girls get to have to do this. You guys are like seem really excited about it and like uh, wanting to bring them in and teach them. So that's got to be a ton of fun for all of them to do. If you need dummies for anything, the disaster dads are there for you. Uh, we can take orders really well, and we can be. Uh, we've all been drug out of a building, probably not on purpose. Uh, we probably tripped and fell on something, uh, and and fell out of the building. Um, I think Rob did that and he's not on to defend himself. So I'm fairly certain it was him. Um, but so, you know, are there, you know, I guess any final words of wisdom that you'd like to impart upon any, uh, potential applicants, like what they should put on there to highlight their, uh, their chances to be one of the, the lucky 25. I think Cheryl nailed it. Talking about like, um, teamwork. If you've been on like a sports team, any community service, uh, interest in helping people. Um, I think that would, that would be helpful. Um, that they like, like a challenge. They're looking for something unique this summer and interested in the fire service. Oh yeah. That one makes sense. Yeah. Big one. (laughs) Uh, Do not apply if you want to be a cop. Let's just, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, you can, but we'll just change your mind by the after. Uh, <laughs> Listen, right? cops, cops need heroes too. Yes, that's, that's true. what I always say. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm done with questions. We got most of my the key points are uh, I wrote them down here. The camp runs the 19th through the 22nd of July. Uh, the last day for applications is the 5th of June. And you need to be a 15 to 18 year old girl to apply. Um, so, you know, those are some of the key points. Make sure you visit fire.arlingtonva.us to get all of your applications. It is a snail mail application. So you probably need to give yourself a little extra time. Does it need to be date stamped on the 5th? So take it to the post office and have it stamped on the 5th and you're okay? Yeah, that's We'll say fine. yes. Well, that sounds, that's normally how things work. We'll say yes. I don't know. I don't snail mail stuff anymore. I don't know how these post office things work. I mean, it's confusing to me. Um, yeah. But yeah, so make sure you download and, and get that all taken care of and, and get your applications in. Uh, I saw on the website that there, if there are questions, uh, people can send in um, you know, any questions that you may have. There's an email address and a phone number that you can call. Uh, I highly recommend that if you have uh, any questions about it, you know, just give them a ring and and you'll get you'll get an answer probably fairly quickly. Um, it's a really cool opportunity. And Dan, this is your episode. Sorry, I was just starting to close out. <laughs> I forgot that it was yours. <laughs> no, that that that's a great way to 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 end it. Um, if anybody doubts how dedicated these these wonderful professionals are, these guys installed Skype correctly <laughs> in like two days' notice, which is better than any of us was able to do it. So, uh, you know, hoorah to them for getting that taken care of. And thank you guys so much for uh, for coming on. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. So with that, uh, we panic so you don't have to, and everyone have a wonderful week. Talk to you later.